Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Go. <laughs> Say it. Say it! The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Mean it! Say it again! The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Well, not sexy, like real. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Here we go. Let's start spontaneously, excitedly, <laughs> Dave. As I just told you on our false start, uh-huh. go dogs. Thank you, buddy. So so that was excited. Why, that's why we recorded earlier last week. Yeah, yeah. You had a ga- you had a game day. Yeah, it's a three hour game, but I need the entire day to be clear. I can't have any distractions, any responsibilities or obligations. I had to commit solely on the dogs, and guess what? It worked. Uh, there's so many people to thank. It's been uh, quite a journey. It was. I, I couldn't have it done was it without your all Zen support. power. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. your witchcraft that you put towards them. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, oh boy, I don't know if uh, if you caught any of the details or anything, but uh, yeah. the power so, of communal prayer. Maybe that's what. Maybe you know. Maybe that's where you got to believe in prayer or some sort of way. It's like fan bases that can lift. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. But no, I didn't. I just knew. I just knew they won. And I was like, all right, Dave's good. Dave doesn't have to fix any drywall in his apartment. That's right. Good old fashioned ass whooping is what it was, Kyle. This was an ass oh, whooping. Yeah. Um, the history of college football. I think it's. Uh, I don't know I, if we have I, that much time. College football has been around 152 or 53 years. The history of college football, the biggest margin of uh, of victory, I almost said error, biggest margin of victory in any bowl game in the history of college football. Never. Really? Yeah, not, not, not to mention a title game. I won't bore you with bowl games. Like, every year there's a handful of what we call bowl games. It's just kind of like a consolation prize. Like, at the end of the season, hey, you didn't win. You're not going to make the playoffs, but here, here's a bowl game. This team will play that team, and who gives a shit? But anyway, there's a handful of those every year. <laughs> Since the beginning who of college football, <laughs> never has there been a bowl game with, uh, what, 58 points? It was 65 to 7. So, yeah, whatever that math. 
Oh, really? Who they play? Points. They pay. They played uh, TCU, Texas Christian University, and ah, uh, uh, fuck them. Fi- uh, sixty-five to seven, dude. It was, it was a massacre. Take that, Jesus. Yeah, and it was it was fun too, because like the week before in the semifinal game against Ohio State, uh, we should have lost that game. We played like crap. We were losing the whole game. Uh, we finally came back and took the lead and then won the game on their missed field goal. You never want to win by uh, the error of your uh, opponent. You you know, you want to win by something you did well. Um, so, yeah, just scraped by Ohio State and then made it to the championship game and won 65-7. And those games, a lot of people are like, oh, this is the worst game. Like, if you're not a fan of either team, it's like, yeah, that's a terribly boring game. But, man, when it's your team, it's it's nice to kind of – to, to start, start celebrating early, because like like I said, that, I was gonna say, did you still? Yeah, did you still have fun watching it? Oh yeah, I had so much fun, so much fun watching. It, it was more fun than the Ohio State game because that game I was miserable because we played like crap and I thought we were gonna lose the whole game, so I couldn't really enjoy it. But this game was over by the start of the second quarter. I think start of the second quarter it was twenty four to seven or something like that, and by halftime it was thirty eight to seven. And uh, yeah, it was. Uh, so did you did did you ever stop? Like, were you celebrating, or was there ever a moment of worry? Were you just like, I'm gonna have snacks? No, I'm gonna enjoy myself. I nah, no, nah, there was never a moment of worry. Really, we scored first. Uh, we went up. Uh, what did we? We went up ten to nothing, and then they came back and scored, and made it ten to seven. So at that point, you're like, okay, this this might be a competitive game. And then with each uh, score, it was just like, okay, this is uh, this is in the bag, and. Uh, yeah, it's a good time, and I know it doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things, but man, it sure is fun. No, you don't you don't have to put that disclaimer on it. No, anymore, I, no, babe. I know you, these things bring you joy, <laughs> and it's not hurting anybody yeah. other than the the concussed brains of these young men. <laughs> so don't apologize for enjoying sports just because yeah. I know I talk about shit that uh, I know you have no interest in, mm-hmm. uh, but. Uh, and, and you entertain me just as much, so <laughs> have no fear, buddy. But, yeah, get this. So back-to-back, uh, um, that's only happened four, five, six times in the history of the sport. Uh, never, never has there ever been a three-peat champion. Never has a team won three in a row. And uh, we're already the early favorites to win it all next year. So next season could be historic. If oh, we, no, if, yeah. if, we okay. win it, if we win it next year – would be all alone in the history books. No team has ever, no college football team. It's been done in other sports. The Chicago Bulls uh, went back to back to back twice. That's I don't know if you know that story, but in the early '90s they won three in a row. Then two, for two years they didn't win, and that, those were the two years that Jordan wasn't playing. He went and played minor league baseball, and then as soon as yeah, as yeah, soon as he was... came back, they won three in a row again. So that's insane. We talked about that. They gave gave him a rest. For his gambling or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the uh, theory is that uh, it wasn't a voluntary leave of absence. I, I you know what? It's one of those things that, like, like again, I don't, like I was there. I was there in Chicago when people were just going ape shit, and mm-hmm. I was so disconnected from it. And it seems weird to look back now when, like, an entire city is just. And 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 wrapped in mm-hmm. these like these games, and I was just like, wait, what? Oh, there's basketball. 
<laughs> I mean, I've said that before. I was walking. I remember walking to my friend's house, and it was, it was like this eerie feeling. I didn't realize everybody's inside watching the championship games. Mm-hmm. There's no traffic on the street. Yeah, there was no noise out. Everybody was inside watching basketball. Me and my other dork friend, like, where you go play Legos or something? <laughs> go to go to water slides. It's like Christmas in L.A. I, yeah. Which is why now I'm like, oh, you know what? I see like the like, I see it. I see it through a different lens of like the community aspect of like in, like cheering on a team and going to games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I see the fun and being a group of people. It's, it's like a concert more or less. Yeah, but it's like a concert where someone will also lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Like imagine going to a concert where half the people there are gonna be like, that fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> or actively rooting against the band. <laughs> yeah. You suck. Yeah, exactly. Why are you here? <laughs> yeah. But it, it just the that's why like I told you, that's why I was getting to the minor league baseball and stuff. It's mm-hmm. just it's low stakes, it's good times. But yeah. yeah. I'm I'm happy for you, Dave. I'm I'm glad it brought you joy. How did how did you celebrate? Uh what did I do? Um it was just me, Katie was here but she was just popping in and out she doesn't really care she, she um, knew to leave you alone we thought about ha- she, she's like you want to have some friends over and in theory that's a, a good idea but when it's a game i'm really into like it's one of my teams uh i, no, I don't like you're saying last i don't like time, the distractions want to focus yeah i just needed to focus so it was just me i'm trying to think what did i uh what did i eat I can't even remember what I ate. I'm sure it was some sort of. Oh yeah, I know what I got. I got some Gus's fried chicken. Yeah. Oh okay. Uh, yeah, got some Gus's fried chicken. Uh, got a little coleslaw, a little potato salad, and uh, three piece dark, and uh, had a had a night of it. Cracked a couple beers. Just, just hunkered down. Hunkered down. Of course, they had the group text going with all my Georgia buddies. Um, all my all my friends who are into Georgia live in Georgia, ironically enough. But uh, yeah, had, had the group text going with Paul and Gilbert and Craig, and just uh, it was very exciting. It really, really brought us closer. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's fun to share a moment like that with some people who uh, understand your point of view. Yeah, you got to have your buddies. Well, <laughs> I'm happy for you, man. Yeah, it's good times, good times, and of course, the sad part is, you know football season's over or at least college for another nine months but uh hey the nfl playoffs have started so i can watch those yeah, with you... relative ease knowing that uh my falcons are nowhere near the playoffs so they, they've been terrible for several years now so yeah just uh just kind of an is uninvolved there... third party here on these playoffs is there a value in having a reliably bad team to just temper your blood pressure like you know, like some, like when like the Cubs for so long, like, like you don't have to get your hopes up. You're like, ah, yeah. I'm going to watch this for fun. I'm not going to put any money on it. It's going to be what it is, and then they'll be done. As opposed to like, oh god, maybe this will be the year. It's like, no, it'll never be the year. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's probably a benefit in not getting your hopes up. You know, with the Cubs have always been that way until what 16 they won it all. But uh, even since then, they've been pretty mediocre. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I feel like with the Falcons. I mean, yeah, they made it the Super Bowl. Of course, monumental choke in the Super Bowl. But uh, other than that, the Falcons <laughs> have traditionally been pretty mediocre. 
I mean, that we had some years, but yeah, that's how I feel about the Falcons. Like I, I put all my energy uh, and hopes and dreams into the Bulldogs and the Braves, and then the Falcons are just like, okay, this is just something to do, something to look at. I know you guys. I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna fall in love that way. I don't get my heart broke. You know. <laughs> well. But yes, it's a good good time take, over here. T- take what you got for now. You get some good news. I've rewatched the game Happy five times this week. So. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I watch it almost every night. Yeah, it's like a it's like a layered. You watch complex a three-hour movie. football game every night. Uh, just on in the background, you know. I'm doing other stuff or whatever, you know. Because it's like a movie where, if you think about a football game or any sporting event, all right, there's 11 players on the field on on one team. So there's 22 players on the field at one time. So there's feasibly, we'll just say. For simple math, eleven different th- plays going on, and you only see—you know—if you only watch it once, you only see the main play, the guy who threw the ball and the guy who caught the ball. But I like seeing all okay. the other stuff. I like seeing what the other guys are doing. So that's exciting. But yeah, and it's fun to rewatch a game, uh, anxiety-free. I know the outcome. I'm not biting okay. my all not right. biting my fingernails. I can just enjoy this game and not have to stress i'll meet you i'll meet you on that part but i can't imagine wanting to watch oh yeah anything even i like oh i just watched this it was good i better watch you again tonight (laughs) i don't know i don't know how you're doing that yeah i I get a little ocd with that kind of stuff but yeah just it's the best game the team has ever played why not rewatch it a few times and really soak it all in yeah, you're just out there having a good time. Yeah, I and I don't have much going on, so that's all right. Yeah, it's a it's a slow period. <laughs> what are you doing, well, buddy? You uh, you had a big weekend. I just got I got back from Las Vegas, Nevada, a couple hours ago. Oh, thanks man. to the folks that came out. <clears throat> I had a Rachel got me a gift certificate to drive exotic cars. Right? How'd that I go? Speed with her years ago, and then because I hadn't been going. She got one for my sister, too, for Tegan. She's like, maybe now both of you could encourage each other. So Tegan came out. We ripped it up on the track. I wasn't drinking. I had a sober weekend in Vegas because I'm on prednisone because my old party foot decided to start wilding out on me Oh, man. Too much bacon toe? Too much. Too much. And I thought I was taking these. I think the holidays, you know, you heard me talk about breaking edge Mm -hmm. and and, uh, the bell tolls for thee. Okay. So... So I was hopping around last week. Had to go to urgent care, get a cup, get some preddies. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> and then, uh, but it's like, all right, here's the challenge: is like being in Vegas, not only to do comedy to like work, but also be sober. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that bad, really. I, wa- I wasn't hanging out that much though. I would, like do the show. The show was in the arts district, uh-huh. which as these are the jokes I was making. It's like somebody gave a whole block of Las Vegas to Hot Topic. <laughs> Vegas, they, like that area is cool. Like the art, it's kind of like near like the downtown area. Okay, I was about to say, where is that? It, That's near the old town. Or it's well, I, I I stayed at the Stratosphere because it was the closest thing mm-hmm. to the. The closest place that I could find a room to the club. Yeah. And then it's there. And then if you keep going down or keep traveling north, I'm not really sure of the layout of Vegas mm-hmm. yet, but it's more attached. It's more attached to like the Fremont Street area. 
But okay. it's this area. Yeah. It's mostly it's restaurants and stores. But I, like everything in Vegas has this child of divorce who's not getting enough attention vibe. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Like they still rely heavily on like the psycho Billy type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's still a lot of that. Yeah, it's still a lot of like it's the the extreme version of everything. Hmm. Not a lot of I think subtle Vegas would be a great tour <laughs> to offer somebody. Oh, that would be. Oh, that's a subtle great Vegas. idea. Yeah. Low key. Actually, Vegas. there's Michael's. There's Michael's craft store is the largest in the country. People don't know that about <laughs> Las Vegas. So. Just some just easy going facts. Let's go to a go to a botanical garden. <laughs> yeah, just something. Just nobody really knows about the library. Have you ever been to the Las Vegas library? We actually have a incredibly great park peaceful. System. Oh my god! Yeah, I was making. I does. I'm making the joke because I mean that city. I mean, you know that city's ridiculous. But I was like, because I still do. I'm like still trying to be this ineffective hippie with like recycling and stuff. Like I'm all about make sure to turn off all the lights in my room before I leave to save energy, and then I just walk out into Las Vegas. I'm like, yeah, that didn't matter. <laughs> that's open. It's my joke. I'm like, that's like like shaking your dick off after you pee in the pool. Like that's just, <laughs> that's ineffective. It means nothing. Oh man! So tell me about the race car, though. Oh, so I I drove a Lamborghini wow. Gallardo. And, what color? Uh, it's fun. It was like murdered out black. Okay. But it was. It's got the paddle shifters, you know. Uh huh. Which I have on my uh, Subaru Crosstrek. Not the same. <laughs> Not the same. Not the same vibe. I got back in. I was trying to come home from the airport. Like, ah, let me see what I learned on the Lamborghini yesterday. Let's let it loose on the cross track. Not the same get up and go. Yeah. No offense, Subaru. How fast did you go? <clears throat> Probably I got to about 110 or 120 on the straightaway. Okay. But like, but fast, so you don't even realize. It's weird. You're in the car with an instructor, and they're telling you what to do. It's like it's like rally racing. Like, all right, brake, gas, coast, downshift, upshift. But like the whole time, you, I had five laps, and uh-huh. it's only by like the fifth lap where you're like, oh, I'm driving where I like I don't want to be rude to the guy in the passenger seat. Like I don't yeah. want to jostle him, and they want you to do that. Yeah. They want you to drive the car, and you don't realize the, the, these things are built for like. You know, you're going into a corner with speed, and in your car, you're like, oh, I better slow down. I want to lose control. Like, these are built to handle corners with speed. Like, it's okay to hear the wheels squeak and know that you're, like, slamming the guy into the door while you're making a left turn. Yeah. Like, that's what they want. They want you to push the car. So, like, there's a couple moments where I was like, oh, yeah, you could totally fuck these things up. But it was it was cool. I would do it again. Actually, it was pretty. How cool. did it handle? So I'm assuming those things it are handled, like heavy, so that they like stick to the ground. Well, no, that's what. Like this is stuff I don't realize. They're not heavy. Oh, okay. Like that's why. Like oh, if you're braking in a like, or if you're turning, use the brake because uh-huh. when you brake, that forces the car, the weight of the car forward, and you're turning with your front wheels. Uh huh. So if you want more control while you're turning, use your brake. Utilize the brake. Okay. And uh, 
it was just uh, Tegan was like super hungover, but then uh-huh. she still her lap time was still two seconds better than mine. She's really? the athlete of the family. Okay. I'm not going to argue there. Uh-huh. She, she was in a Ferrari. Ooh, she almost barfed in a Ferrari. That'd be worth the price right there. Just <laughs> barfing in a Ferrari. <laughs> just uh, tossing one out in the F F four thirty or whatever she was in. Damn, but it was the- cool, man. It was a, it was a little taste of. Taste of some uh, fine living there. Is that the fastest you've ever driven? I don't think so. Yeah. I think I've been on the highway. I think I've been on the highway and some piece of shit going faster than that. Yeah. But I think uh, those are stories of like, man, you're still alive? How about that? Yeah, well, I how think about that? I hit 120-something one time in a police car. That was pretty in the cruiser. They had a They had a drift experience with like a Dodge Hellcat Charger, whatever they are. That you could ride along, but it was like the police. It was like a police car, and the guy just—it's so weird being there because all the sounds you hear are affiliated with car crashes, the mm-hmm. screeching tires, and like the speeding and everything. It's like, oh no, this is what's happening here. But like, you're filled with this anxiety because, like, oh, these are the sounds of an emergency anywhere yeah. else. So these are the sounds of something bad happening. When you're driving, uh, are you the only one on the track? Are there other cars like? Like go no, parts. there's other people out there. Okay. They had they had like Aston Martins and Corvettes and Porsches, the Mercedes, and so they like every car has an instructor in it. Uh-huh. And so they're all the instructors are, and they have like the driver's ed brake on their side. Uh huh. So everybody, like they're looking at the cars in front of back of you, and so it's not that bad cuz they're the ones watching out for other cars not uh-huh. you. Okay. They're just like, "No, you just drive. I'll tell you to like move to the right if there's a car that's faster. I'll know that. We'll put on the hazards and we'll let them pass." So it was it was pretty organized. Um, yeah, it, and it was uh it's a good was time, it man. Track an oval or was it like an indie car track? Oh, no, it was like an indie car track. Oh, so you got okay. a bunch of different turns and like Got to like let it out, like flying and like clipping the pylons and stuff. Dude, that sounds fun. It was, I, it was, I'm gonna have to. Do I think you. I think you'd be into it, dude. Man, that I know sounds you, like you and Katie are, are Vegas. You like Vegas trips mm-hmm. once in a while. Oh yeah, toss on one of these Vegas speedway journeys. Okay, and you said you only did five laps. Five laps. You do. You get there. They take you in like a one of those Porsche SUVs. Mm-hmm. They take you like, like as groups to be like, all right, we're going to take you around the course as passengers first. Okay. That's a good idea. Because Teague and I were first like, who's renting the SUV? Who's getting here like, yeah, give me the Suburban to take around the course. Yeah. And then the guy driving it, he's like, no, this is the fastest you'll go around this course is in this car. And then he oh. opened it up. Again, not to like, oh, you're not trying to keep the passengers comfortable. It's mm-hmm. a fucking racetrack. Yeah. And then this guy just tore ass through these turns and then we were like, oh, and Tegan almost threw up there, too. She almost <laughs> threw up in the lift on the way back to the hotel. She, she did not. Good credit to her. We got to get her but some drama, I mean. She, well, she, no, she had, like, there was friends from, like, back home in Addison in Vegas that weekend. And uh, one of the friends, one like, we grew up, it was, it was another brother and sister that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, shout out to Pam and Max. But they were there, and... Uh, like we'd been friends since like little little kids, and Tegan and Pam were like best friends when they were little. And Pam moved to Florida and became like 
the person at Coyote Ugly that berates you to drink. <laughs> like, she was the one that would stand on the bar like, take shots, you fucking pussies. And so that's what happened to Tegan and her, now that they're in their 40s in Las Vegas. <laughs> We're doing shots. And I'm like, well, I'm on prednisone. It was the, Tegan and I had the dumbest come to Vegas to party commercial because Tegan was lit up on like a quarter of a gummy that I gave her and a <laughs> shot of Jägermeister and some beers. She's gambling. She's yelling. She's like, I never play over the minimum. And I'm like, I'm on prednisone. No drinks for me. It's like, oh, yeah. Canane's cutting loose in Vegas. Can't stop him. Mm. Oh, trying man. to find the cheapest tables at the stratosphere. Yeah, did you bet some? Did you gamble? I lost whatever cash, whatever 60, 70 bucks I had on me. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That's so I went to the roulette table and just $5 chips, get it all. Like, you're either going to win big or you're going to be out of your misery early. So that's yeah. all I want. I'm not okay. trying to dawdle down here. <laughs> just here's my money. Let's let's have about let's have a five minute moment where I think some of it might come back to me yeah. before you just take all of it. Mm-hmm. Katie, uh, but, did I tell you uh, last time we went, uh, Katie won like $800 on the slots. Oh, yeah? She, she loves the slots. She'll, she'll sit there all day. What What kind of, what what denomination slot? Uh, Maybe $5? Yeah. Like okay, yeah. okay. Wheel of Fortune slot. That's that's a good one, according to her. I think the value is different depending on how much. Like if it was like nickel slots and then you won 800 bucks, that's basically like winning a million dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, anywhere else? Yeah, <laughs> because of the difference between investment versus return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good times, buddy. And the shows were good. Shows were good. Club was the club. Uh, it's a wise guys comedy club. It's set up well, and it's not because it's that little arts district. It's more locals. You forget that people live in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I forget that. Yeah, I always saw think some, about that. Uh, saw some pals. When I'm in New York City or Vegas or something and I see a Burger King, I'm like, who the fuck would eat at Burger King in New... Oh, people who live here and are tired of the touristy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that don't want a crowd of people. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants a Burger King sometimes, Dave. Yeah, I guess so. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just got the lights out there, but yeah, a bunch of bike went to some BMX races. Really, had some some bike riding pals that were out there, and uh, yeah, they took me. Uh, shout out to old Kyle Carlson and Josh Betley. They took me out to the some. I just wanted to see. I'd never been to a BMX race before. Yeah, neither have I. That sounds fun. You know, they're doing the jump. Uh, they're not, kind of like but, uh, Excite Bike. <laughs> No, that's the motor. That's motocross stuff. Yeah, I mean, not so much the excite part, but uh-huh. the bikes. The bikes were there. <laughs> what uh, fun! It's dude, they they churn out. It's like motos. It's like how many races and like, by, but before ones even finish, they're already like dropping the gate for more people to go out, and it's yeah. just like 
a regional race. Mm-hmm. I just never seen it, and I was kind of like, I wanted to see the forty-six to fifty class. Like, I wanted to see if, like, if I wanted to race, what it would look like. Okay. And there's dudes out there just, they're just. It's a it's a thing to get together. It's it's like very quick golf is all it is. Okay. There's four or five dudes pedaling their fat little hearts around the dirt. <laughs> The previous that the it was, a, it was a five-year-old that was up before them probably i mean it is like a family sport i bet but there's I'm some like, ah, it might be something to do i bet there's some guys in our age range that can really go like well they know. weren't there they weren't there i mean they still don't get me wrong they did better i wasn't gonna make it around in any time man i just in but la like, yeah, you, in la you just you'll see guys that are like 60 and they look like a pro athlete like some of these CrossFit guys or some of these marathon dudes. Like you see these old yeah. gray-haired dudes, and you're like, my God, you got the body of a 23-year-old. I figured there'd be some of that uh, in the BMX. Uh, not so much. A lot of, uh, a lot of uh, holy shit, you're like, I, like, are you racing or did you just want to dress up? Like the, the kits, <laughs> the outfits, the kits are definitely slimming. Yeah. I'll say that. Okay. But there, yeah, there's a lot of like, uh, it's just beer drinking dudes mm-hmm. that they're, you know, they were into it when they were younger. Now that maybe their kids are into it and they still just for shits and giggles get up there just for S and G's go take the spin since they're already out there with their kid, you know? Yeah. And those courses, and that's like, those courses in the BMX race, they got jumps and stuff and it's. Yeah. Jumps and doubles depending on like if you're going fast and clear them, it's actually like faster to try and roll through them than jump mm-hmm. and berms and stuff a couple of people crashed and but it was cool to see i just never been to one and uh yeah so i did that on saturday drove a lamborghini so i, so I still had like a vegas vacation yeah that's a pretty active uh working weekend usually if i'm working a club or something i don't i mean i'll go out to eat and maybe a record store but yeah you you crammed in a bunch of activities i tried to be i tried to be better about it went to a place called taco tarian vegetarian taco place down there okay real good dude i know it's not your action i i'm aware that jackfruit does not taste like pulled pork (laughs) but it's uh it's a good replication for people like me it was just it was a real i went there twice there you go tasty eats yeah well, good for you, Well, yeah, they were good shows. So, yeah, many thanks to the folks that came out. I had a good time. Back first gigs of the year, first road gigs of the year. Back at it, man. In a non-traditional uh, city, not someplace I'd normally be doing that, and it was a good time. Well, right on, buddy. Yeah, dude. I was looking up haunted. There was somebody. I... Do you have any haunted apps? No. I'm sure they're out there. I mean, not like apps that are like haunted, but like <laughs> themselves. Like, mm-hmm. I no. tried. I downloaded one, and it was just it just didn't work real well. But I'm surprised that there's not. I was kind of like messing around with some of them. They, none of them. It seemed like such an easy thing to do. Like, oh, here's the map of the city you're in. Here's locations mm-hmm. that you can go check out. But I was trying to look up stuff in Vegas, and it's like, yeah, it's the whole city's haunted. A listener sent me an uh, app thing the other day uh, based on last week's episode when you were uh, looking up cruising apps. There's uh, <laughs> Apparently there's an app that um, tells you all the businesses in your community 
that uh, support right-wing causes and give to uh, anti-abortion charities and things of that nature. Oh, really? What's the name of that? Oh, man, I, I don't have it on me, but it was pretty interesting. And uh, there's a ton in L.A. You wouldn't think. Everybody thinks L.A. is such a it's... liberal spot. But, man, there was he, no. he pulled up L.A., and, man, there was it was pinging all over the place. Business, I mean, higher-ups and corporations, it's... Yeah, I don't know what to tell you, man. Corporations support the side that supports corporations. Yep, that's true. You know, oh, you don't want to you don't want to tax rich people more, and I'm a rich person. I will support that side. Mm. And some of them are just yeah, largely like like Christian, like the Hobby Lobby type thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's a matter of picking battles, I guess. Yeah, it seems exhausting. If you, I mean. Probably it does would, seem it is probably yeah. the right thing to do, but man, if if I researched every company, every product I use, every service I use, good lord, you you never get anything done. Yeah, and then it's like, well, let's support the companies that like are on the sides. Like, do I need any of this stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, how much organic tea am I really buying? <laughs> Oh, God. free trade yarn. All right. Well, I got it with like the coffee thing. I could see like, oh, there's like kind of got to look at the practices of those, like the coffee bean folk. Yeah. But I don't know, man. This ain't our wheelhouse, Dave. No. I tell you what's in my We're wheelhouse. We're not activists. <laughs> there's, uh, what's in our wheelhouse? We got uh, Street Justice Dave may have to come out of retirement. Uh, there's there's a new case. I was following this story. You told me about it. I'm excited for this. Street there's Justice a case. Dave. They might need. I feel like the city, the community, could use my help. Uh, L.A. is uh, currently being terrorized by a habitual road rager. There's this little fucker. It's all over the news here. Yeah. About at least ten or twelve cases in the last few months of the same little fucker in a gray Tesla just going ape shit on people. There's all kind of videos, all kind of witnesses coming forward. Just this little dude, he looks like Ben Shapiro. And uh, it's a lot of these incidents have happened kind of over in the Glendale area, Glendale, Silver Lake, uh, although there have been some uh, here in West Hollywood. Uh, but yeah, just this dude in a Tesla just road raging on people. And there's four or five videos right now, just dash cam videos, of him just stopping his car and running up to the person behind him and just beating the hell out of their front bumper or grill or windshield with a lead pipe. And, um, yeah, man. Really, I might... it goes against my idea of, like, be careful driving in L.A. because somebody will shoot at you. Like, mm-hmm. this guy could have been, like, he should have been shot at by now, right? Yeah, you would think. I mean, and th- there's obviously something seriously wrong with this fucker. Well, here's the other thing, too. Now, okay, if anybody can sympathize with road rage, it's me. I, uh, you know, I just talked about a few weeks ago how I had an incident. I don't think I've ever pulled I'm a pipe you, on anybody. Uh, this fucking dude is assaulting people, including females. Punch some lady in the eye, uh, threaten some old lady. Uh, just, just a fucking maniac, and he's a slight fella. Uh, he looks like he's probably fairly fit, but he's probably five eight, one hundred and thirty pounds. Like a slight little uh-huh. dude just raging on people. He's multiple of the multiple incidents uh, involve this pipe, and um, yeah, he drives a gray, like a charcoal gray, gunmetal gray Tesla, and uh, a lot of them happened, you know, like I said, over in the Glendale area. And 
Yeah, man, I've uh, I've been I've been on the lookout. I would uh, I'd love to run across this fella. Not that you know he's got no plate. There's no plates on it, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, that what's right the there. move? What are we doing? Well, I mean, like, uh, just cru- cruise the streets, more cruising. Yeah, no, I yeah, I just I just been on the lookout for charcoal gray Teslas. That's all, and little Ben Shapiro looking fuckers. But uh, man, I, I've lived here ten years. I've never heard of a serial road rager. But uh, this little fucker's getting into all kind of shit, and uh, oh boy, I can't. And now you know I'm uh, I'm older and wiser and more mature. I'm not saying I I want to be the one involved, but man, I hope soon we see a dash cam video of someone just handing his ass to him, like to just yeah. Some t- some tells me that car's getting parked in the garage for a minute, just blindly charging at people with a pipe. I mean, dude, you're gonna run across the wrong motherfucker you keep that shit up that's that's insane when does it come down to like remember there was the uh there was the terrorist case i don't i forget which one i thought it was like with a bombing a mosque or something in southern california a few years ago Hmm. but apple refused to let the fbi access the guy's phone records right I'm sure I'm mucking this up like everything else, listeners, so bear with us. I think that was in Riverside. But, yeah, uh, in Riverside or San okay. Bernardino, somewhere out that way. But Apple, like, I mean, they clearly look like the villain right off the bat, but then, like, this is, like, when they talk about precedent, like, well, this is breaching. If this is, like, what happens when the FBI or the police want to see anybody's phone records because yeah. they're going to say they're a suspect. And so, like, with Teslas, with all the tracking and the cameras and everything, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's technology that's there. I'm not going to say I'm sure, but isn't, like... It seems like there would be. These cars are plugged into the grid, I thought. And so wouldn't there be this way to, like, oh, yeah, this make and model Tesla in this area, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I mean. Can't we, like, like but which, and then that, like, is it a, a, the breach of, now, like, oh, now we're, now, now any black Tesla without a license plate in this 20-mile radius is a suspect. Mm-hmm. And then that puts police on high alert, and then that just endangers anybody driving one of those cars yeah yeah i mean you i'm just think? curious like if they would like if they start snooping around on something like that to find this guy or what have you and that is something uh that's one of my new year's resolutions is to quell my road rage uh but i've never raged like this like i i just get annoyed and i yell do better and then the next thing i know i got an armenian <laughs> standoff behind the post office but um yeah man there's like the liability of being this unhinged behind the wheel like i mean this isn't i mean obviously this many cases this isn't just your average road rage this guy's a fucking maniac like what a horrible way to live your life yeah, bad news. To where you're just flying off the handle that much that frequently Jesus Christ! I, I thank God I'm not that unhinged. Like, but yeah, that that is something I definitely have been trying to work on. Just like, all right, just bite your tongue. Like, I, my standards are just too high of my fellow driver. Um, <laughs> but the only time I get like 
angry. Like I get annoyed at people that are just putzes and don't know what they're doing. But the only time I get like this level of anger or rage is like when somebody does something that endangers my life or my passenger's life. Like there's a difference from just driving slow with your head up your ass and then just being a maniac running red lights and passing people on the on the on the emergency lane and shit like that. But uh, yeah, I, I, I hope I never reach this level of rage where I'm pulling pipes on random strangers. That's uh, that's just assault, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Some, there's there's some there's some uh, there's some folks with crisscross wire wires out there. They well, yeah. I and watched. I, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say I, I watched uh, that uh, axe wielding hitchhiker or hatchet wielding hitchhiker show I watched on Netflix. Ten minutes of that and got bored just because I get I, I I get so tired of like viral stuff. It's like I'm not going to devote an hour and a half to a thing that's. I it we are in the place where like now we're watching TV based on the internet that's based on TV that's Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's uh it's a real Ouroboros uh that yeah that shit like talking about like crazy be like that guy was just a lunatic that Mm -hmm. nobody dug any little bit more into like here's just a viral guy that. Like in the early days of what viral were was, you know, now shit's viral every day. So there's something else. Like, what was it last week we were mad about stoves? Yeah, I, I never understood yeah. what. What's the deal I with didn't, stoves? Oh, one even worth reading into for me. Okay, don't don't care. Some <laughs> some other dumb shit to fake outrage. I'm uh-huh. not I'm not biting anymore. Okay. I'm not even gonna like bite just to write the joke of the week about it. I'm like, I don't need it. Cloud. I don't need those clouds in my sky, man. That's what I'm. That's how I'm phrasing it. I don't need your clouds in my no, sky. Not at all. But so this dude, yeah, he like, uh, oh, so this guy ran his car into somebody, and this guy, homeless guy, came out of nowhere and like was a did a crazy interview about how he hit him with a hatchet. And then mm-hmm. spoilers, if anybody heads up, spoilers. Long story short, this guy's just crazy. He's a mentally ill person. But. Hollywood, they had him on Jimmy Kimmel, and people tried to celebrate him because, oh, this is the goofy du jour this week. Uh-huh. And he wound up still going on. He wound up killing somebody. He wound yeah. up, like, legit murdering somebody. Mm. And it was, oh, yeah, we didn't... You don't realize there's people that are fucked up. Yeah. Like, just not well. And that's why all... How many of these videos... Of just like, without getting back, so like I really have to look at any video. Like, can you believe this woman reacted this way? I could. What What happened before this video started recording? Yeah. Give me context. I'm yeah. not gonna get. I'm not gonna look at 30 seconds of a video, and deter and act like I'm. That's all I need to know for the situation. Mm-hmm. So I forgot how that was gonna relate to this road rage. Oh, just like just crazy people. It makes me think. I wonder if they should implement some sort of psychological exam with the uh, driver's test. You know, maybe ten questions, just scenarios. Buddy, if you can't get one done for guns, you're not going to get it done for driving. Nah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, but you think there should be, like, hey, here's that, a scenario. All right, <laughs> no, someone cuts you off. Do, do you a ignore them? B pull out a lead pipe and charge their vehicle. Well, that's called driver's ed, Dave. That yeah. is called driver's ed. And uh, crazy people know how to lie. 
So mm-hmm. I don't think, yeah, I don't think what I've actually done on the road, I would have reported truthfully during a driver's ed test. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane, I, yeah, man. Yeah. I, but be careful out there, buddy. I saw that on the news. Or saw it, I was like, saw it online. Saw all these stories coming up about this guy. Hopefully, the visibility and not Street Justice Dave, just because I'm looking out for you. Yeah. You don't no, need I, to waste the gas driving all the way out to Glendale and back. Well, just when I happen to be out there, I'm on high alert. But no, I'm not. Uh, my vigilante days are behind me. But boy, I sure would love to see a dash cam video of someone beating the hell out of this fucking idiot. If I've learned anything from movies. Vigilante days are never over. <laughs> There's never been a movie made about a vigilante who just got to retire peacefully. Oh man. It's like being a being a vigilante is like being a small business owner. You're always on the clock, buddy. That's right. It's a twenty four hour job. <laughs> That's tough. I can't I would have chosen differently if I had to do this again. <laughs> I'd have oh, gone different. Man. But, yeah, so I'll keep you posted on this story. Hopefully. uh, All right. Best of luck to you, guy. We'll find him eventually. Uh, You want to get in some boogie stuff? We'll find him. (laughs) Who's the we? You know. Powers that be. (laughs) You You and anybody who's coming with you. Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, that's the other thing. You charge somebody with a fucking pipe? Um. A good attorney could articulate that uh, use of force, deadly use of force, is necessary in that scenario. I mean, seriously, a guy's charging at you with a lead pipe. He clocks you in the head a couple times. It's it's game over. So he's going to charge the wrong oh. fucking dude, and he's going to catch a couple center mass. Yeah, I don't think it's going to fare well for when this guy gets uh, picked up. Oh, little fucker. There was that. Do you remember the one, the the wild story out in? Uh, there's another Glendale story where the guy was like crashed his Prius. It's these. It's this hybrid technology. That's what's doing it to their mm-hmm. brains. Maybe that. Maybe the Republicans are on or something. Gas stoves, gas cars, mm-hmm. none of this crazy shit. You start oh, throwing these. You start throwing throwing these. Uh, lithium batteries out around people are going nuts but the guy that crashed his prius so hard he flipped out of the car and landed on the highway the overhead highway sign no i don't remember that how long ago was that this was like six or seven years ago and they like the family had done i don't know if they were persian or something but the family had done some sort of ceremony i think it was like a mentally ill guy and like they were trying to do some sort of I don't know if they, like, sacrificed a goat, but I'm coming up with a lot of shit for this story. I better look it up. Hold on. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't see that going that direction. Body on Colorado exit sign. That's came up. Uh, yeah. He, uh, all right. I'm going to paraphrase what I'm reading, but you, but, but uh, you go on. Oh, I was going to get into our topic today, but uh, if you've got... Oh, okay. Yeah, this is... Okay. Karda- this happens... The, ha- the family name happens to be Kardashian, but I think of no relation here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, was adre- he was ejected from the car, and his uh, body ended up on the overpass sign. Uh, this is according to LA Mag. Now, what do you mean, Kardashian overpass sign? Shared- 
The sign that's like actually sign bolted that, to the overpass? That's above, like that you drive underneath. Oh, okay. He okay. crashed so hard, his body flung out of the car onto the sign and stayed Jeez. there. Good Lord. And it said, like, uh, this is like a cousin or something speaking here. That, like, it was it was strange details, including that he was a careful driver who wore a five-point harness when in the car, although apparently he wasn't wearing a seatbelt when he died. No shit on that. Kardashian also said that the, this fellow's name, his death was especially ironic since five days before the crash, his family performed a lamb sacrifice to protect him from harm and evil. In the, Ar- in the Armenian culture, sacrifices are done when someone escapes death, and Richard's life was once spared. So, there's some oddities to that one. Huh. Go try and sort that one out if you want to. Mm. But anyway, there's a little little bit of spookiness for you. Apparently the, apparently the lamb sacrifice, unsuccessful. Why you need a five point harness in a Prius? I'm not. Maybe it was a different car that he drives normally. I, I didn't get too much of that story, but that's a that's a wild one, man. Yeah, all kinds of crazy shit out here, man. Well, I figured well, we talk get, uh, let's get some down boogie with stuff. Boogie, yeah, yeah. Let's talk a little boogie stuff. We got a few minutes left. Um, you ever been to Chile? Myself, no. Chile. You? Uh, no. You ever no. been? No, they got good sea bass, though. I've had the sea bass. Yeah, I've had the sea bass. Great sea bass. Uh, today, I thought we'd talk about uh, some geoglyphs. I'm a big fan of geoglyphs, and uh, ever since I figured out what those were. Uh, <laughs> one of the biggest geoglyphs <laughs> is in the uh, Atacama when, Desert, when did you When did you figure out what those were? Uh, just, you know, kind of big drawings, you know? <laughs> no, I said, when did you figure oh, out? Oh, uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah, been a big fan ever since. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> big fan. But, uh, yeah, no, Chile is interesting, even geographically. Uh, it's such a weirdly shaped country. It's just one long little strip. It's got to be the uh, longest and yet narrowest. Narrowest? I don't know if that's a word. Uh, I'll, give it, I'll give it to you. Oddly shaped country. Uh, apparently a ton of UFO okay. activity down there. Um, but, mm-hmm. yeah, in the Atacama Desert, they have, uh, I think it's the largest, um, I always get this word mixed up, anthropomorphic, ah, see, there we go. <laughs> anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic. Yeah. I don't know uh, why I laughed that hard large, at it, but it was, you, large, you took a big bite out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the largest anthropomorphic geoglyph in the world. Uh, it's about 390 feet long. Um, out there in the uh, Atacama Desert, there's uh, over 5,000 different geoglyphs uh, in that area. But uh, the Atacama Giant is the big boy, and it's uh, it's up on the side of this mountain. About 390 feet long, and it looks like uh, a robot or an alien. Um, Very, yeah, uh, ra- rather angular. Yeah, and depiction uh, of a. It's got a little dink. He's got a little peepee on there. I think they make the dink a little bigger, you know, since we're going to put this thing on it the side of a mountain. It wasn't the status symbol back then. It, yeah. was, it wasn't the status symbol back then. Yes, not. 
Uh, they maybe think- maybe it was like maybe they would praise uh, small dicks. Like if you're a warrior, it's like not a it's not something in the way. So like that was yeah. like the most courageous. Like that was the manliest thing was to have a small penis because <laughs> it was out of the, it was out of the way to fight. You know. Well, like you know, all the old sculptures and statues and stuff. Was there any reason like uh, like David's dong was so tiny? Who who did David? Michelangelo. Yeah. I don't think they're supposed. To, I don't think it. It wasn't like a. a, a, a be funny. You know what? If, I'll do. The, I'll do the talk. googling, Dave. Yeah. I'll do the googling. So you don't have to ruin your search history. Yeah. <laughs> Penis so small. Nothing coming up on autofill. Nobody else is asking. Uh, here we go. It's in the Irish Times. Fitting. Uh, one reason is that in ancient Greece, which is the inspiration and source for a great deal of Renaissance art, a large penis wasn't something to shout about. Instead, a smaller size was associated with good citizenry and intellectual pursuits. Good citizenry. <laughs> yeah. So a bunch of little bitch-ass nerds had tiny dicks. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm a terrible citizen. You don't want me in your town. <laughs> Are you an ass kissing geek? Or you got a huge hog. <laughs> oh, my hey, God. Michelangelo, why don't you put a little overtime into my crank, huh? Get another slab if you gotta. <laughs> You're gonna need some more marble. Uh, this Atacama giant. There's a lot think, of answers to that, by the way. They think uh, that this thing was created around 800 uh, CE. Uh, which I also learned is uh, common era, which is a uh, secular way of saying uh, A.D. I was taught A.D. in the Bibles uh, after death, but actually it's, what is it? Uh, something, Anno Domani, something. Basically just means uh, since Christ. I'm still reading about little dicks on old statues. Little dicks on Large penises were associated with specific characteristics like foolishness, lust, and ugliness. I bet, I mean, you ever meet a dude that's just dumb as shit and you're like, you got a big dick? (laughs) Oh, man. Like, you've never never had to compensate for anything. You're just a big fucking idiot because you know you got a... Yeah. uh, Like, just a real swinging wrench down there. Oh my god, that's funny. But yeah, uh, they Sorry, think they, th- this, yeah. they think the Incans uh, might be responsible for this uh, Atacama giant uh, around 800 CE. Um, they don't know what the point of this fucking thing is. Some people He's a happy think, looking guy. Yeah, some say uh, it's intended to be. Um, some sort of guideline for uh, llama caravans. Now, that was my first guess. I was like, this probably has something to do with llama caravans. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Was that a Grateful Dead song you like yeah, so much? L- l- llamas were big uh, back in the day, especially in Chile. Um, others think um, that it's a um, offering to deities. And it has to do with religious practices. All right, here's my question. This thing's 390 feet long. It's on the side of a fucking mountain. Who back in 800 CE is uh, going to benefit from that point of view? Like, there's no planes. 
No hot air. Were there hot air balloons? That's a good Google that. When's the first hot air balloon? That seems like something they do back in the day. In the eight hundreds? Yeah, maybe not that far back. But point no. is, uh, no. why are they building something that could be seen from the sky if nobody has access to the sky? Pre air travel. First uh, first manned flight. Hold on, so go on. I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, others think it might be uh, an astro- astronomical guide. Uh, the rays emanating from the figure's head may have represented a headdress, but they align with the moon to tell time in a way that was possibly uh, quite practical. So that's interesting. That all that just blows my mind. Like how we came up with the 365 days and the 24 hours and the the moon and the uh, all that shit that just blows my mind how anybody back in the day could figure that shit out but um first man flight by balloon was october 19th 1783 that's what i'm getting 1783 okay that's yeah by further back than i would have guessed boy how scary would that have been first guy going up in a just i mean you're not getting that red bull money back in the day no Can I? I'm looking at a map of South America right now, and uh-huh. can I uh, confess yeah. something? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that the countries of Guiana, Suriname, Suriname, and French Guiana, mm-hmm. if you told me those were in Africa, I would have believed you. I would have believed you too, yeah. I had no. Oh, Guiana. Oh, that's, yeah, that's Africa. I am. I am. I realize how wildly unfamiliar I am with South America. Now, where are you seeing those on the South American continent? The very north. Uh, oh northeast, yeah, next, next to, to Venezuela. Venezuela, Guyana. Okay. Yeah, French I would have thought Guiana. those were African countries. That's, yeah, I would have totally guessed that. That's on me. Sorry, <clears throat> sorry to any uh, South American listeners or people from South America for my lack of. Utter lack of knowledge about your entire continent. Uh-huh. But yeah, Chile, such a weird-shaped country. Look at that. little bitty... Chile. little bitty strip there. Kind of like a strategic thing, like they got all the coastline. For yeah, the they want the coast. They don't care about the uh, the inland. Also, you got the, you got the mountain range there. Mm-hmm. Mountain range separating you from your, from your neighbors to the east, mm-hmm. the Argentinians. But uh, some people think this might have something to do with uh, UFOs or aliens. Because seriously, why why would you spend hundreds of years creating a thing that really could only be, you know, at that size? You know, you don't even know what it is unless you're far away and ideally up in the air to take a good look at it. And the thing kind of looks like I mean, an alien. It do, it does have a pretty fun shape to it. I won't I won't lie about that. It's a pretty fun looking guy. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, I, I believe like the guy like a guidepost. Like, oh, here's we could put something on the mountainside that directs people this way. 
if I mean, if they found evidence of a village nearby or something mm-hmm. like that, or just like, yeah, here's the direction you have to head in. But it looks like there's also in one picture here, there's remnants of other. I wouldn't call it really sculptures. It's kind of like they move the rocks around on the side of the hill to make mm-hmm. this formation. I guess that's a sculpture more or less. Yeah. Yeah. But. You know what? With that last, what was the name of that documentary we watched about the uh, aliens mo- and moment of contact about uh, the ones in between Brazil? That, I, yeah, I was telling some people about that, about how that one. Like, I watched it and I was like, "This is a you kind of got me on this one." Like, I, I I can't find any holes to punch in it. Yeah, maybe South America is this kind of. You know, not uh, less electricity coming off of uh, these certain areas. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just looking at the map and having no idea why I would say, but like maybe, maybe more like a little green man coming down South America. Yeah, maybe, I mean, I'm sure the food's better. Going off your point, maybe aliens just know Spanish. That's what's going on. I do feel like South America is the area I know the least about. Not that I'm well-versed on all of the world's cultures, but, you know, Europe, I, I kind of have a grasp what's going on in Europe, Asia, Africa. But, yeah, I don't know shit about South America other than Dave, I used no to. no offense. I, had, I don't think you have a grasp on yeah. what's going on in no, Europe. I, no, I got it. I figured it out. <laughs> I understand. But, They're like neighbors. <laughs> other than... Uh, I do remember Ecuador, but could I ever tell you the time when I was in second grade, I shit my pants, and I blamed it on the Ecuadorian kid? That was <laughs> one of my academic highlights. Dave, right now, what's the capital of Ecuador? Capital of Ecuador? Uh, let me think real hard here. Uh, you should you should commit this to memory. Is it Quilto? Are you looking it up? No, I'm looking at my uh, globe. <laughs> do you have a fucking globe on your desk i got a globe on my desk a real nice like one. a social studies teacher absolutely <laughs> i love geography and social studies <laughs> i do i do enjoy a globe but you yeah. having a globe yeah just high as shit looks at her records going oh oh yeah Quito. no i love look i <laughs> seriously do well, love. learn me some capitals <laughs> i love fucking geography and all this stupid stuff i you know what was the song? We Globe's used to have a song. Neat. Globe's neat because it's like a circular book, you know? Yeah. There was a song to naming all the uh, South American countries back in the day. I remember there was like a melody to it. Caracas, Venezuela. I didn't get that song. Yeah. Bogota, Colombia, like the, the capitals. Yeah. You Peru. should For what you did to that Ecuadorian kid, you should always know the capital. Yeah. Yeah, we I want had, you to sit there and stare long and hard at your globe today, Dave. I remember it and so vividly. The same goodwill you put towards the dogs to win, I want you to put so, uh, apologies into the world for that Ecuadorian kid. We had a uh, reading cabin in second grade, and uh, it was just it was really cool. It was in the back of the room. <laughs> this and is it the was, 1800s? It was like a uh, log cabin made out of cardboard, <laughs> and it was just like this little fort. And it was, you know, I don't know, probably eight by eight you know you could, three or four kids could sit in there and it was like the reading lounge and if you you did oh, it something wasn't like a separate structure on the property no it was in the classroom but it was in the back and it was just like this little cardboard fort but it looked pretty cool and if you did something like if you were awarded so many points then 
you know, you get to go back to the reading cabin for an hour and hang out. And it was me and this gal and this Ecuadorian uh, foreign exchange student. I forgot his name, but he didn't speak any English. And he was he seemed like a nice enough kid. But uh, something happened, and I crapped my pants. And the girl <laughs> went, she looked at me and went, P-U. And I gave the old, like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge point the finger at that kid and like shoulder shrugged because like, yeah hey, maybe it's a cultural thing i don't know oh, and God. uh and then she blamed it on him and uh i remember spending the rest of the day uh i didn't go for whatever reason i didn't go fix it was late in the school day so i didn't go fix it i remember riding the bus home still with crap in my pants and uh <laughs> blamed it on ecuadorian kids what? just make sure the ecuadorian kids stayed close to you the whole time yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have to stick with me all day. But, yeah. And I didn't know where the Ecuador was until I went home and looked at my globe. But, uh, (laughs) Well, I'm glad you got there. Yeah, yeah. That's a great story, Dave. Anyway, uh, (laughs) ancient alien theorists suggest that the mysterious and anomalous shape of the uh, Atacama giant is proof of ancient extraterrestrial visitations... And that the Atacama giant does not represent an ancient shaman, but one of the beings that came down from heaven in the distant past. So, I mean, but seriously, like, wonder where they came up with the design or the shape of this of this being. Because it kind of looks like an alien. Well, it's kind of got like a Groot head from that, uh, what were they, the Avengers? Who did that? Yeah, one of those fucking things. Uh, you asked the wrong person. I don't. I mean, you're just working with boulders on the side of a mountain, so I don't know if you could say it looks like an alien or it looks like a person with the hairstyle of the time. Oh, okay. You know, again, these alien. We still go to aliens having a traditional two arms, mm-hmm. two legs, two eyes kind of thing. Which. Does that mean, yeah, that they're related to human beings or that whatever, wherever they're from, like whatever is allowed to generate life through the process of oxygen and, and water and what what uh, and evolution that we all develop into a similar, like this is still the ideal shape of the tool? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like in whatever given circumstances that you allow something to develop... Man, there's something about how crabs. My buddy Kevin told me about it first, and I just saw. I had another link open that I closed about how crabs keep evolving to be crabs. Mm-hmm. Like the crabs will go away, crab populations will disappear, and then evolve into still just being crabs. Yeah. Like that's the ideal form mm-hmm. for them, for those guys. Crabs. I was watching a documentary Crab, recently that yeah. asked a similar question. Like, it was based off the theory that humans prob- may have come from aliens. Because why are we the only species on the planet that kept evolving? Like, animals. Maybe that's it. Maybe we're just an orphanage. Like, aliens moved on. Alien have a, had a better life. Like, a. Aliens are just the stepdad, like the dad that just had to be like, I got to get out of this town and ditched. But like, think of all, not just the physical evolution, but just think of, think of all the things that human beings 
have accomplished in the last couple thousand years with agriculture and science and you name it. But, like, no animal has progressed in close to any type of pace of that. Like, like dolphins aren't inventing things. Lizards aren't contributing to... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, why why have we come so far, but uh, all the other species are just kind of... Now, I know there's probably been some form of evolution in terms of, like, well, now they got webbed toes instead of whatever. But, like, in terms of their mental capacity and what they've... You know, every other species kind of stayed the same. I'd like to see... Mental capacity, what? But, I mean, what... <laughs> Large percentage of this population just gets up and goes to work for somebody else. Like, like I mean, yeah, let's look at what we're calling evolution. Well, no, but like, like you know. Ability to beat off and eat Arby's is better than a squid? <laughs> like, I, I think uh, I think this perspective's off here. I mean, yeah, we've have, – have we evolved? We'll die if we go outside in any range of temperature. Yeah, okay. Animals don't have to make clothes for themselves. That's funny. I mean, bring- sh- shelter is necessary and everything, but like animals exist in the extremes of the desert and have adapted to that. We haven't adapted to any of those things. Well, that's funny you bring that up because this uh, documentary I was watching, they were talking about how, like, th- think of our fur, for example. Like, back in the day, cavemen had fur all over their bodies, and then slowly we got rid of that fur. But then immediately, immediately they went and started wearing animal furs and stuff for warmth. So why did evolution get rid of our hair, and then now we need to go yeah. find other covering for our bodies? So that that's weird that that would happen. Probably say start turning into a bunch of betas, dude. Mm-hmm. Probably stopped eating red meat. Probably testosterone levels dropped, bro. <laughs> Got to get on those new tropics. I don't know what I'm talking about, but that's but why no, I, I think that like, like like evolution. Yes, like we're we're the top of the food chain within our area. But like, take away any of the tools, and it's not a fair fight, regardless of what you might believe, Dave. Mm-hmm. It's not a fair fight. Take, <laughs> but but we develop like that's the sign of intelligence is developing tools. Is uh-huh. sure, yeah, I give you that. I don't know what I'm talking about, man. Just no, I trying know. to provide a other aspect. But I, I, if if like aliens, humans related, or like they plucked, you know, they plucked some human beings back from Chile in 800 whatever, mm-hmm. brought them somewhere else and started mixing and mingling them with whoever they got out there, mm-hmm. and got what they have now. Or maybe their series of evolution is quicker. It is, but it is weird that like aliens are always re- still related to like a humanoid exactly body That's shape. A hell of a coincidence that they would have one head, and I know some of them don't have nostrils or whatever. But yeah, the the basic floor plan is the same: one head, yeah. two legs, two arms. I mean, that's, well, that's a hell what of a makes me think so many accounts are like made up because like human beings are only trying to see what they can communicate. And so, like, oh, yeah, it's, like, a shape like a person. Like, mm-hmm. it's never, like, a giant cockroach or a gashy, like, a conscious. That was that, that movie Contact had a pretty great 
interpretation of aliens. That's the one with Jodie Foster? No, shit, not Contact. What's the other one with the gal from... The oh, Fuck, more recent one? Memory. Arrival? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Arrival. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. My memory. I've been like doing crosswords in Wordle just to like get my memory, get my brain back up and running. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ar- Arrival. The way they depicted the aliens is this kind of like... You know, if you saw it, like the gaseous, like fog mm-hmm. type thing. Like, see, now that's the interpretation that made more sense, and how mm-hmm. like they're trying to interpret in, interpret the communication. Mm-hmm. I did like that approach. Yeah. So, anyway, there's my two cents on that. Fascinating stuff. I'm still, I still <laughs> want to know the answer as to why they made this thing that could only be seen from the sky. When they didn't have access to the sky. But you can't. You could see it from the ground. It's on the side of the hill. Maybe it's the only hill in the area that they can get a message onto. Yeah, maybe so. My Google search history from this episode has been. Uh-huh. It's crabs evolved five times. First man flight. Chile. Body on Colorado exit sign. The 1980 film Cruising with Al Pacino. Was oh, that's, that's I was going to ask if you had watched that. Oh, I've you, seen that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Atacama Giant and Why is David's Penis So Small? It's uh, the subjects we've covered. Oh my god. That's but I, I I I'll go I'll give you the I'll give you the the Benny of the doubt on this one. I think it could have gone either way, communication uh-huh. to the skies or this is the like largest angled hill we have to broadcast a message. Yeah. To like llama, sh- like shepherds or something like that, mm-hmm. or maybe a little column A, little column B. Love to have a llama. You like them? Yeah, they seem friendly. They seem full of joy. Oh, they're not. No, 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 they're no, they're not that. You had some bad llama experiences. Well, no, I think they're they're mean. They think they're mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the ones I see on TikTok. Look like they're smiling. They look cute. Is that a llama or an I think alpaca? Just, I, I think they're tolerant animals. Mm-hmm. Beautiful lashes, though. Yeah. Gorgeous eyes. Well, good times, buddy. I guess we'll never know the true meaning behind the Atacama Giant. <laughs> well, we didn't crack it in the last 10 minutes of the episode. Damn it. A mystery for the ages. Mm. <laughs> what you got coming up you you hanging around home for a while what are you doing what do i got coming up baby let's look at the calendar here what do we got we just came back from las vegas i'll be at al's den in portland oregon no, i'm just doing some bar gigs there you go later this week or later this month at al's den i'm gonna be in Los Angeles, Largo. There you go. On February tenth. Nice. We'll be doing the uh, the live uh, "Love It or Leave It" podcast on the okay. February 9th. I believe that's at Dynasty Typewriter. Right on. And then uh, Matt Brower and I doing our little oh yeah upper the Midwest tour roommate tour. The roommate tour. The the we I really did think it was going to be funny to book the coldest places in the uh-huh. coldest month. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know why. I thought that was odd that you would want to go to Canada in I, the winter. Yeah, I figured. Uh, 
uh, you know, just get it out of the way. <laughs> what, you got to ruin, ruin some good weather by going there? Yeah. We got to eat up some of my sunny spring days in Fargo? Those are for me, man. <laughs> no offense, Fargo. I'll hit you when it's already shitty out there. Knock it out. Give you something to do. Mm-hmm. Well, hell yeah, buddy. What about you? What's going on? Oh, absolutely nothing. Flappers? Uh, Flappers residency? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you said you had a good set over there the yeah. other night. No, I had a good set. I just, uh, I'm starting from scratch. I'm starting from scratch. I don't have much material, so uh, I feel like I'm starting all over. But, it, you know, it's kind of fun. Building something from Workshopping. nothing. Workshopping. Yeah. That's that's yeah, the whole point of this podcast, is building something from nothing. I, I still don't think we've gotten there. No, we're still building. Takes a while. <laughs> we're still so long. This construction's going on for a minute. Well, good times, buddy. I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say so. <laughs> I'm getting, I got my no no sleep flight day. Now I'm getting loopy. I threw some caffeine at it. Oh yeah. Kudos to you for recording on a travel day. I I do not like doing that. If I go to the airport, I'm not doing anything for a couple of days. But uh yeah, man. Travel Yeah, today. I was just I got home like I I'll, I'll get I'll get in the pocket. Yeah. I'll be all right. How long's that flight? Do you have a direct flight? Yeah, it's a little uh Probably not too long. Two right? hours what was it? eight. Four, yeah, I don't know. Two and a half. I don't know. Two three, and a half, maybe three hours is, is my sweet spot. If if I can fly and the flight is uh, three hours or less, I feel like that's such a bonus. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's flights. To, I mean, now it's you know you got weed and pills and neck pillows and stuff. It's all right. <laughs> Weed pills and I'm neck still, pillows. You know, there's stuff to do. You got mm-hmm. stuff. I played crossword puzzles the whole time. I'm trying to get, like I said, I, like I think my memory took a hit mm-hmm. over the pandemic. Got bad. <laughs> I think we're just getting old. Yeah, I'm trying to do these mind games that promise to sharp. But then I'm falling for these ads, like mind losing your sharpness. Yeah. Buy buy this mind game app. I'm like, I'm fl- getting played over here. I always file. I fall for the uh, the IQ quizzes. You know, ninety five percent of the people get this wrong. Do you want to try? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll try it. <laughs> I know we're fucking. Equity you already is at. lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you lost by agreeing to try it. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh boy. Well, alrighty. You, uh, you go in there and uh, you take care of. Uh, How's uh, how's uh, Tiny D, Little D, Big D, Little Little D, a little yeah. creepy, little creep, dirt nap, a little creepy. We got we got she some meds. Well? She got she got a thyroid thing going on. I don't know. She's about to turn nineteen years old this year. We found oh. out. So we're old just uh, we're just enjoying the time we have. Well, that's good. You know, it's kind of in that zone. Just enjoying the time we have with her. Oh. Well, so, you're doing a good thing, giving her some good you know, golden yeah. years. That's what we're trying here, trying to make it comfortable here. Mm-hmm. So she's sleeping in the room right now. I'm looking at her. <laughs> Stop yowling like somebody stabbed you in your kidneys over here. She's dramatic. 
Yeah, oh, oh shit, man, some real pipes. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, buddy. Will you hold it down, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, you know, maybe if you see that uh, the the Glendale Grappler, I don't know, whatever he's got a name. The Boogie Monster. Network.